November has arrived. November means Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving means the greatest holiday in the world. I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving dearly. The reason I love Thanksgiving so much is because it's all about eating. It's all about drinking. It's all about gratitude. It's less about consumerism. It's about gathering and having fun, whether that's going to be happening in a Zoom meeting this year or on FaceTime or on Facebook. It doesn't really matter. I think that we can still have the spirit of Thanksgiving be enjoyed in the year of the pandemic, 2020. A few hints and tips when it comes to Thanksgiving for 2020 for this year. We have six of them on board. We'll get into them right after a quick word from our sponsor. The Wine Workshop is our online wine education platform, and we are super proud of it. It's a fun, interactive, snob-free setting for learning about wine. It's a place you can learn at your own pace. We founded the Wine Workshop to bring down the barriers of wine learning, eliminating pretense, having more fun, bringing you topics relevant to you as a wine consumer. We're having a great time with students around the country and even around the world, and we'd love to have you join us. Learn more at thewineworkshop.net. That is thewineworkshop.net. Hope to see you there soon. November is here. It's time for Thanksgiving. It's time for the most wonderful holiday. It's time to eat and drink and be merry and have fun. And it is time to get started with our six hints and tips for Thanksgiving 2020. Number one, I was talking to Chuck Kansky over at Solo Vino earlier in the week, and he emphasized this point. Please get the word out to everybody to shop early. Shop now. Go buy your wine for Thanksgiving now. The reason being is that the day before Thanksgiving, the Wednesday before, and the Tuesday before, and the Monday before, tend to be the busiest days in liquor stores and wine shops in the United States every single year. And if you have memories of those days from years past, you know it's shoulder to shoulder, jam packed, and it's the kind of thing we just don't want to do nowadays. So if you have a chance to get out during the week here, during the daytime when the shops are slow, you can get all of your shopping out of the way. Just stash those bottles away and you'll be all set. Please definitely get out there and go shopping early. Number two, Number two, because a lot of us might be in smaller groups this year, I've read that there's actually a run on small turkeys nationwide, the little 10-pound birds or 12-pound birds. I'm against this idea. I'm a big believer in the 20-pound turkey. I love leftovers. There'll be even more of them this year for us. Um, So when it comes to smaller groups, or if it's just a couple, or if you're by yourself enjoying Thanksgiving this year, think about half bottles. Half bottles of wine are easy to find. You just have to go to the right stores that really emphasize half bottles. So locally here, a couple of stores that I like for half bottles are Thomas Lickers in St. Paul on Grand Avenue. I think that North Loop Wine Spirits downtown does a great job. France 44 has really upped their selection of half bottles recently. And most good wine shops will have at least some half bottles, but I'm really encouraged by the stores that are emphasizing it nowadays, especially with the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday. You can get a bigger variety of wine that way. You can pop multiple bottles, you know, multiple flavors on the table, and you can just have fun with it. Those half bottles are so damn cute. All good. Go for the half bottles. Hint number three combined with hint number four. 
Riesling and Zinfandel. Not blended together. Please don't blend them together. But keep in mind that in terms of food and wine pairing, one of the greatest pairings in the whole world is Riesling with the turkey. And the reason being is that a little bit of residual sugar goes a long ways along with that acidity. Look for Rieslings from the Mosul Valley in Germany in particular. Look for the cabinet level of Riesling, which will hover right around 10% alcohol, somewhere around there. And to me, that's one of the go-to wines for Thanksgiving uh, table. And we simply need to be drinking more Riesling anyway. So that is definitely one to seek out. Number four, like I said, Zinfandel. I am a big believer in this being an American holiday, kind of, you know, woohoo, American grape, even though Zinfandel is actually Croatian. But I think that Zinfandel does a great job with bold flavors if you're having those on the table for Thanksgiving. If we're talking about things like, you know, the deep fried turkey, if you're talking about Cajun spices or a very peppery gravy, those flavors can pair up really, really well with Zinfandel. So both Riesling and Zinfandel are going to be on my table. We always have multiple glasses in front of everybody so we can pop lots of bottles and go back and forth and around and around. I love it. Number five, hint number five, when it comes to enjoying Thanksgiving, one thing that I love to make sure people think about is to plan your entire day of drinking wine from the start to the end. What I mean by that is get some Prosecco to begin with at the very start, get some dessert wine to enjoy at the very end, and then have some bottles in between for the main meal. We put together a Psalm survival kit over at thewineworkshop.net, and that includes that. We have a bottle of Prosecco from Adami that is going to be in that kit, and we have a dessert wine actually from Minnesota, um, the Alexis Bailey Ratafia, which if you've not had it, is just an incredible wine, perfect with apple pie and, and pumpkin pie. I mean, nothing's better. And then a bunch of wine, wines in between to go with the main meal. But I am a big believer in celebrating when the turkey goes in the oven by popping a bottle of Prosecco. Lastly, and this is really important, probably the most important advice that I can give you on this episode, cranberry sauce is the killer of wine. There's nothing we've ever found that can destroy the flavor profile of wine faster than cranberry sauce. And I encourage you to discover this for yourself. I encourage you to have a nice glass of wine open on Thanksgiving. Have a sip of it. Notice how much you love it. Have a little bite of cranberry sauce and then have another sip of the same wine. And notice what happens. It just absolutely destroys the flavor. In our house, Angela makes the greatest cranberry sauce in the entire world. We're not going to dispute that. It simply is. It's a it's a pear ginger cranberry sauce that we make a few days ahead of time so all the flavors really come together. And it is incredible, but I use it on Thanksgiving as an intermezzo. So I do the main meal, and then I put away my wine glasses, and then I take out a little bowl of the cranberry sauce. I enjoy that the same way that you would at a fancy restaurant if they have like a sorbet course uh, within the tasting menu. It's just a palate refresher. And then I'll take a nap, and then I'll have dessert after that with dessert wine. But I always enjoy cranberry sauce as kind of this breath of fresh air flavor in my mouth after the main meal. Uh, Angela disagrees. She actually kind of goes straight into the cranberry sauce with the main meal and the wine and um, just kind of plays it careful. A lot of water, making sure you have bites of turkey before you have the wine, things like that. But I disagree. I have the cranberry sauce as an intermezzo. So those are the six hints when it comes to Thanksgiving for this year, for 2020. So shop early. Make sure that you are inspecting the half bottle section at a good wine shop. German Riesling 
don't hesitate, go for it. Zinfandel, don't hesitate, go for it. Prosecco to start off with, dessert wine to have at the very end, and of course, watch out for that cranberry sauce. I hope this helps you get ready for Thanksgiving 2020. Thank you very much for listening. If you like what we're doing here with the Twin Cities Wine Podcast, be sure to subscribe or give us a five-star rating. Those help our algorithms quite a bit in terms of people finding this podcast in the future. I'd really appreciate any feedback that you've got on what we're doing here with the podcast. But until next time, this is Jason Carlson from Twin Cities Wine Education. Enjoy your wines. Happy drinking. Let's raise a glass again soon. Thank you.